This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to another fabulous Tuesday night here on Manual Truth People Radio with Palmy Pride. I'm Ken. I'm Andy. It's Christmas and I'm almost peeing myself with delight. Ooh, I'm mad. Ooh, save that for the shake, so, yeah. So please. glad we've put that tarp hole in down. Oh, no, no, no. No, there's, a, there's, there's all oh. this Christmas, Christmasy thing going on up the hill. Oh, put that tarp hole in down. Uh, on tonight's show, we're going to talk about. Um, yeah, some news from the top twins. That's all I'll say for now about that. Uh, Mariah Carey accused of lip syncing. And she did use a teleprompter because I've seen the video of it. Um, but I've also seen comments that a lot of people do. I've seen some amazing um, Mariah Carey stuff, like videos that are hilarious, um, where she's she's gone on stage and she slipped over. To, look, it, it happens to us. Mm. She's getting on a bit. What is she now, like 60? And then some. So, yeah, there we go. Um, all right, what do you got over there? You've all got right, Sandy okay. somebody. So Sandy talks to yeah, bit of sad news. Two crook to come to New Zealand. All right. That's essentially it. What do you got one. over there, sweetness? Oh, you've got some news from the World Cup. That's oh, right. Yeah. Rainbow FIFA. flag invaders. God, are they still going on that World Cup business? <laughs> yes. Fifi or Fifa or whatever it's called. <laughs> um, right, so Matt said we're on to Christmas music. Um, I say don't even introduce the song, just play it. Here we go. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look in five and ten Glistening once again With candy canes and silver lanes aglow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store But the prettiest sight to see Is the holly that will be On your own front door A pair of hop-along boots And a pistol that shoots As the wish of Barney and Ben Dowser will talk and will go for a walk As the hope of Janice and Jen And Mom and Dad can hardly wait For school to start again It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas There's a tree in the Grand Hotel, one in the park as well. A sturdy kind that doesn't mind the snow. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Soon the bells will start. And the thing that will make them ring is the carol that you sing right within your heart. Lot 
like Christmas, 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 Christmas. That was Johnny Mathis with It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. It's, beca- it's become our traditional launch into the fabulous Or as, as I was singing at my weekend gigs, it's beginning to look a lot like jaundice. Yeah, oh, yes. Really? Why? Yeah. Oh, it just seemed matching at the time. Okay. There's some yellow lights on and things. Right. Um, right. Do you want a lefty or a righty? No, save one of them until the last song. Okay. So do you want a lefty or a righty? I don't know. Or which one am I saving to the last song? The, the one about what's-her-face. Okay, um, so I have two what's-her-faces in front of no, me. No, no, no. Uh, the one? Mariah Carey article will be the last one because it'll be our last song. Oh, thank you for answering that. That's the what's God, I mean. bloody cryptic clue on air tonight. <laughs> Jeez Louise. We're trying to get the Kino numbers. <laughs> you wonder why your wife gets a migraine listening to all those sheep. Uh, When it comes to theatre venues, the top twins are more used to being the on-stage entertainment rather than in the audience. But for the television special Top Class, which was filmed at Auckland's The Civic, Dames Jules and Linda Top were part of it, uh, relegated to the seats. Here the audience watched a lineup of artists such as Anika Mowat, Anika Mowat, Anika Moa, Hine Wehi Mohi, uh, Tammy Nielsen perform for the variety show. Top Class was hosted by Wellington Paranormal's Karen O'Leary. Says tribute to the sis, uh, pays tribute to the sisters and marks four decades in the local entertainment scene. I think this was really humbling for us. Uh, was so many people put their hand up and wanted to be part of it. Says Jules. For all of the people who came along, came on board. Uh, there was a lot of work involved. The deal was they could sing one of our songs, uh, one of their songs, but they also had to learn a top twin song. No one sings a top twin song but the top twins. So it was exciting for us to hear, exciting, so exciting to hear new people interpret interpreted our songs. Similarly, Linda talks about uh, how impressed she was with the calibre of performers. It was it made us smile because we've had a bit of a rough year. She says referring to the twins' separate health issues with breast cancer. It was a beautiful night for us. Jules and I just kept staring at each other, going, oh my God, this is amazing. When Anika Moore walked out and sang Half Club Day, there wasn't a dry eye in the audience. Top uh, top class also features drag and comedy. One skit involves actors and comedians Chris Parker and Tom Sainsbury, dressed as top twins characters, camp mother and camp leader. I, I feel that I need to see that. Yes, so um, do I. Over the years, Jules and Linda, who do appear on stage during the show, have toured New Zealand and have their one television, had their own television show. In 2009, documentary Untouchable Girls told the story of how the twins became famous when we started out. When we started out, we didn't know what kind of career we were going to have because we never do when you start out, I suppose. Just tuning the page. One moment, please. Got his fingers stuck. Uh, says Jules, but as time went on, we realised that the New Zealand kind of liked us. There was a lot going on in New Zealand at the time. It's been quite a long time since there have been an act like the Top Twins in New Zealand, where we've got something so political. I was prepared to stand up for their politics, too openly lesbian like us in the eighties. The Tops hail from Waikato. Uh, but these days, Linda lives in Methven, Canterbury, while Jules is based in the South in Southhead, Auckland. Both sisters have breast cancer. 
I've had mine for 19 years, so I'm a bit of a professional now, so is Jules. Uh, Linda's just starting out. It's not nice because the treatments are pretty rough. Anyone who's been through it will know what I'm talking about. But we've always managed to maintain some sense of life and not get it, not get down about it because uh, sometimes you've had a bad day and sometimes you've had a good day. We haven't performed for a long time because Linda's been going through pretty major regime with chemo. I'm on a lot, on last lot of choices that I can have now before there are no more. Jill says family support has been going, has been big, a big help uh, when it comes to health. Our family is so tight and so loving, she says. Our mum is 92 and quite amazing. She was the trip. She was at the tribute act. She got dressed up to the nines. So uh, she's so beautiful, and I couldn't ask for a better mum. Of course, she's got this kind, got this kind of worry that she might lose her children before she dies. She'd never think that she'd been in a situation. So my heart goes out to mums who have children with cancer. Linda has also is also full of praise for their mother. Uh, we do worry about her mum because she's ninety two, but she's worried about us. Uh, it should be the other way around. She says she's an absolute trooper of a mother. We can't say enough about how awesome she's been. Jules holds up a photograph of their mother taken on the night that they attended the top class at Civic. Uh, she's a glam chick, laughs Jules. She's probably asked herself, why the hell did I have two lesbians who dress up as men? Um, so top class uh, is on Prime on Tuesday, December the 13th of December. Mm-hmm. Um, so Prime is, is like it's Channel 5 TV? or something now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Prime, go and check it out Tuesday. It's probably on at like 7.30 or 8.30, probably a reasonable time. We'll definitely be um, I want to hear Annika Moas and Calf Club because it's oh, my yes. favourite. Yes, I do love Calf Club's song. And right. on that note, we're going to go to our song by Craig Lucas. It is Purple Rain, an acoustic version.
Craig Lucas with Purple Rain. What would you put in your rain to make it purple, Cameron? Uh, I don't know. You would mix two colours together and make purple food colouring? I'm not sure. So wouldn't you just put purple food colouring in? I don't know if they do just purple purple food colouring. I think you can. What would you put in your rain to make it purple? Maybe it's rain that's falling through the lavender shrubs. Uh, Oh. No. That left a funny toast in my mouth. <laughs> anyway, um, for those of you who are, who are listening to us tonight and were, had been hoping to go out and see Sandy uh, Tuxvik in Wellington, Auckland or Christchurch, um, or have, have been hoping to go this past week, sorry, but... Sorry, is she the QI lady? Yeah. Because oh, I'm looking yeah. at Cameron going, I don't know who that is, and yeah, then I'm like, is that the QI lady? Yeah. Um, so... It was due, her tour of New Zealand was due to kick off this past Sunday, and it's been cancelled after she became um, hospitalised with bronchial pneumonia. Good lord, she doesn't just get sick; she goes all the way. Um, a statement from the tour um, publicist on Saturday announced that um, she, uh, that the writer, comedian, and host of the BBC show QI. Uh, was admitted to hospital while in Australia and is unable to travel or perform. So sorry about that, folks. All ticket, all ticket holders will be eligible for a full refund um, from the point of purchase. That's really unfortunate. But um, on a more positive note, 
um, the Food and Drug Administration is opening up um, blood donations to sexually active men in monogamous relationships with other men, according to the Wall Street Journal. Currently, FDA policy makes all gay and bisexual men abstain from sex for three months before donating blood. The The restrictive policy... Uh, came after gay and bi men were essentially locked out of the blood donation efforts um, for uh, for decades due to HIV fears. Medical experts have long called limits on LGBTQ plus blood donations outdated and stigmatising. In a statement about the Wall Street Journal's uh, reporting, the FDA said they are uh, still evaluating the current policy. The agency said it was not uh, reviewing the results um, from um, the assessing donor variability and new concepts in eligibility advanced pilot study um, <laughs> it carried out um, to find help uh, de- um, to determine a new policy. Um, so yes, I mean this policy essentially is the product of years gone by. Its history goes back to the beginning of the HIV epidemic in the 80s and um, in 85, 1985 the FDA put a lifetime uh, donation ban on men who have sex with men. However, in 2015 that was changed uh, to the requirement for 12 months of celibacy before donation. <laughs> That's quite a commitment. Um, due to advance, uh, advances in HIV testing. In 2020, the policy was changed again due to blood shortages early in the COVID-19 pandemic. Currently, men who have sex with men must um, wait three months after having sex with a man in order to give blood. Not sure. What is the situation in New Zealand? Does anyone know? Uh, I think it's the same. Yeah. The same. Yeah. Three months. Which is really bizarre because they actually... Yeah. Test, they do the they test all the blood anyway. Like the blood is actually screened so, anyway. But then I think on top of that as well, you so you've got the whole gay men thing, but then yeah. you've got the straight men who have sex with gay men. That's right. You but can, then you've also got the ones who are a little bit. I don't want to say the word in denial. Yeah. But um, oh, closeted. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, on the down low. Yeah, guys who shag their buddies. Yeah, and so. Um, I mean, they would test the blood anyway. Mm. Yes, because they're still going to test it for hepatitis and, and various yeah. other elements. Yeah, so anyway. surely, mm. you know, it would come up if, yeah. Yep. Crazy. For sure. All right. So we're going to go to a song by uh, Willet. It is called Christmas Letter. It's Christmas time again. How I love to make you mine again. All I do is dream about you Your hand in mine I wake up and the story ends But I know that we can live again mm, All I ever do is wonder Where I stand I'll be your man Till the end It's Christmas time And all I can say it's how I would love to wake you up Christmas Day To do it all again And never have you leave Another chance to hold you one more time Christmas Eve I've fallen in love again One more 
Christmas letter by Willett. So we're going over to the sports dudes. Why uh, do you make the sports desk sound like a mystery? Like, dun 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 dun. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Because for me, sports is a mystery. So the identity of a protester carrying a rainbow flag and wearing a blue Superman T-shirt that said "Save Ukraine" on the front and respect for Iranian women on the back has been revealed. Okay, that's like three causes in one, <laughs> and the fact that it was a Superman t-shirt gets me a bit. <laughs> uh, multiple overseas media outlets have outed the man who ran out onto the pitch during the World Cup match when Portugal and Uruguay as uh, Italian serial pitcher invader Mario Ferreira. Can you spell that please? I'm going to see if they have an Instagram page. M-A-R-I-O. Yeah. And then last name is F-E-R-R-I. 
Do you know what? Do you know what? They've actually come up as popular. Oh, there's yeah. also a footballer who played us and played for second division uh, Indian side United Sports Cup. Do uh, I want the official page? Yes. However, Ferreira's fate remains unknown. Fate remains unknown. After being caught by security, uh, Ferreira was uh, ushered away through the tunnel, but it remains unclear if he has faced charges or has been detained by police. Uh, Ferreira, a long-time human rights campaigner, also invaded the pitch at the 2014 World Cup in Brazil and other humanitarian messages. Alrighty, so there are three pages on Instagram for Mario Ferry. So you can go Mario Ferry Il Falco, which has got 177,000 followers. Yes. Or you can go Mario F- Mario Ferry Falco Official, which has got 2,671 followers. Or you could go for the third one, which has only got 472 followers. Go for the first one. You yeah. want to go for the first one? Wonderful. Um, so that is... Mario Ferry Falco 2.0. You can follow him on Instagram. Um, and yes. I've just given him a follow. And there's him. Oh, he's got his little Superman t shirt on. Bless. Uh, yes. Uh, so, Ferry's Instagram shows he was in Ukraine back in March, where he was reportedly helping women uh, and children escape to safety in Poland. Uh, immediately after the Portugal 2 0 win over Uruguay, uh, Terry D. Uh, Becker, FIFA's media officer at the game, told the Associated Press he had no idea, in quote marks, what happened to the protester. Local Qatar organisers would not comment. Uh, Ferrier's last pitch invading stunt has made him an instant social media hero for what most consider to be a brave act in a country that is under fire for its poor human rights record. Oh, I'm um, thinking this guy's a new hero. Well, so there's actually a post on the, under one of his photos mm. and it basically says it all. Um, and they've written it in English, so I don't have to translate. Um, but it was by Nazar.Satayish2050. And it says, Brother, you are now in the hearts of 80 million and nothing can spoil your character in the world. You have a heart of gold. Mm. Basically uh, says it. Uh, yes, and I mean, I would. I mean, I get why people do these things and these causes, but seriously, I mean, he could probably end up shot or dead. I mean, the probably only thing he's got going for him to save his bacon is that it would be it would have been a world viewed stunt. So, you it know, would be, be, <laughs> it would be nice to find out that he was safe and okay, and maybe yeah. that's something we look yeah. into. Yes, um, but on top of that, I mean, that or a streaker. <laughs> Yeah. What would you much rather say? At least that's got a political. Um, oh yes, yeah, yeah. Um, True. yeah, just yeah. I would be very concerned. Uh, but we're going to go to our next song, uh, "Something for the Boys" by Ethel Merman. Mm. Let's do it. 
If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.npr.nz forward slash donate. If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Um, that was my fault. Thank you, Matt. I requested some Ethel Merman because um, I really like her. She's mad, but I love her. Something for the boys. Mm-hmm. Have you got what was – do you have something for the boys? <laughs> Won't comment. No? Okay. <laughs> I got groped by a boy the other night. Anyway. Hi. Hello. Yeah. What are you doing over there? Over to the weather desk. It's the weather desk. Yes, we've got a surge in Twitter. If your Twitter surging, I'd be concerned. New Twitter owner Elon Musk. Elon Musk has declared last month that hate speech impressions had dramatically fallen on the platform since he took over. It was a remarkable claim given that Musk has... Is that because numbers on Twitter dramatically fall? I think they may have. Given that Musk has executed mass layoffs and chased away hundreds of employees, draining the company of much-needed resources to enforce content moderation policies, um, which the billionaire has also publicly criticised. Oh, good Lord. On Friday, two watchdog groups published research that indicated Musk's claims simply did not hold water, offering one of the clearest pictures to date of the surging tide of hate speech on the platform. The Centre for Countering Digital Hate and Anti-Discrimination League both said in uh, reports that the volume of hate speech on Twitter has grown dramatically under Musk's uh, stewardship. Specifically, the Centre for Countering Digital Hate said the daily use of the the N-word under Musk is triple the 2022 average and the use of slurs against gay men and trans persons is up 58 and 62% respectfully. I guess they can change the parameters, though, of what is considered abuse. Mm. So he's saying it's come down. Mm. It may have come down in his world because they've probably changed the parameters of Mm. what's considered. And the Anti-Defamation League said in a separate report that its data shows both an increase in anti-Semitic um, content on the platform and a de- decrease in the moderation of anti-Semitic posts. Um, both groups expressed alarm uh, with what they were seeing occur on Twitter, one of the most influential communication platforms in the world. The Anti-Defamation League described the deterioration, deteriorating state of affairs as a troubling situation that will likely get worse given the reported uh, cuts to Twitter's content moderation staff. Yikes. Well, this is the age-old thing. If we don't report it, it's clearly not a problem, is there? So um, I find that really bizarre. True. Um, Yeah, go go along. 
Well, yeah, that's. Uh, but I mean, Good mind you, you if all those weirdos out there are just doing that on Twitter, then people stop using Twitter because people just get sick of. I don't yeah. know anyone that still uses Twitter. Mm. Well, Instagram's now picked up, isn't it? Instagram, so Instagram's Instagram's higher than Facebook. Yes. So Instagram's more a youth focused one, but then I think Snapchat's probably the biggest of them all. Yes. Mm. Which is weird. Like I'm only on Snapchat to talk to like two friends, but then I also talk to them on like Facebook. So it's weird. <laughs> well, we just text all my life. Wait, whoa, whoa yeah, just crazy. Send a text message. Old school. Crazy, crazy. Right. Oh, yeah. um, is that on the old? Play Nokia 2280. Oh my God, play a song, Cameron. <laughs> okay, the next song is Wham! with Last Christmas.
was Wham with Last Christmas. We're going to go straight into our second last song for the evening by Wham. Bam. It's a Bam and a thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Gratitude is so rare these days. Next song up is uh, I Don't Feel Like Dancing with Scissor Sisters. Just the 
It was Scissor Sisters. Um, so there is a rumour that the lead singer, I can't for the life of me think of what his name is, mm. but apparently he's got a really big, um, he's got a, quite a good bank account as well, yeah. Yes, all those royalties. You can, you can. We, we would say you he's, can. He's blessed. You can read between the lines. <laughs> uh, so before you go to the article, what's coming up? What's coming up in the area in the world? Events coming up? Anything you notices you want to share? Christmas is coming up. I'm so excited. Right. So uh, Mariah <laughs> Carey, um, bless her heart, like she's been gone for a hundred years. Events coming up. What are you talking about? Like notices. No, I don't think there's anything. Okay. We just, we normally do. I'll go and visit Santa's cave at Tamanawa. Um, Mm -hmm. That's about it, really. Buy yourselves a lotto ticket. I don't know. Like, Mm -hmm. no. Just just checking in. That's all good. Have I missed something? No. No, it's just the time. Oh, there's the um, market coming up shortly, too, isn't it? The night market. No, it's okay. It's all right. No, I'm totally lost. I'm right. So Mariah Carey, which is possibly what Mariah Carey was. Bless her heart. <laughs> Mariah Carey has, can you look up her age, um, has been accused of, yet again, I'm going to slip in it, yet again, of lip syncing and using a teleprompter while performing her hit Christmas <laughs> song, All I Want for Christmas You. So I'm just going to interject. I had seen a video where they were filming her singing, sorry, lip singing, um, and somebody put out, uh, they had like candy cane type things and it went in front of her face and the caption was, someone lost their job today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The Queen of Christmas, inverted commas, performed at the annual Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade in New York recently. Despite her tiara and elaborate umbrella, props couldn't hide the fact that she wasn't actually singing her song at all. In a viral video, Carrie bounces and sings along through her mouth movements appear, though her mouth movements appear a little out of time with the actual audio. We've all been there, sweetheart, it's okay. Uh, viewers immediately pointed out the timing problem with one person commenting, beautiful setup, lip syncing was on point. <laughs> I like that person. Uh, what in the playback is this? Another wrote. Uh, but one person revealed that choosing to lip sync prop probably wasn't Kerry's ideal idea at all. Have you ever seen the parade? Nobody sings live, they explained, while another added, at the Macy's Parade you're required to do a playback and go- to do playback, Google it. John Legend famously explained the reason why many performers end up lip syncing at the parade in a tweet back in 2018. Fun fact, we all have... We all have to lip sync on this parade because the floats don't have the capacity to handle the sound requirements for a live performance, he wrote. Hope y'all did it anyway. <laughs> hope y'all hope y'all did it anyway. Uh, know that if you come to my shows, the vocals are 100% live. In another video, Carrie was accused of using a teleprompter on the day, um, which was the setup directly in front of her. Yes, Mariah Carey is using a teleprompter for lyrics, of most of her famous song at Macy's Day Parade, the video read, the video text read. Oh, 
God, these pages are always stuck together, man. Well, oh, yeah, just because it's coming to you. Because it's Norswood paper, that's why. Uh, yeah, plenty of fans have come to Carrie's defence, giving various reasons as the why the teleprompter was present. A lot of artists do this, even Celine Dion, the person wrote, mm-hmm. I believe they only do this for a live recording because everyone can get lost in the music. A second person wrote, she's probably not singing the whole song, she's singing a rendition of the song that's been shortened. Uh, therefore, they call it safe and have her read. Hmm. One viewer who claimed to be TV production worker referred uh, revered that the prompter couldn't wouldn't be just helping carry the entire broadcast. Uh, has these running in the script for her? It's probably a backup in case her in ear fails. Explained another shared so that she can stay on cue with the music. Audio delay is a beast, even like this. Um, yeah, I'm going to jump in there and say there how many times, and there might be another drag queen in the room, I don't know, I'm not one to assume, but how many times have you been to a gig where they're playing for the music for the audience, but you can't even really hear it? Because yeah. I've had that several times. True. Or it cuts out halfway through. Oh, thank you, recent events. Thank you very yes. much for bringing that up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no. Coming down the stairs at an event recently, lip singing to a song, and the audio just cuts out. I mean, what are you meant to do? But yeah, there's been gigs that I've been to and you can't hear the audio for the audience. So, um, mm-hmm. and, and the other side is, so what? She yeah. sang it originally. Yeah. She can lip sync it all she freaking likes. Well, even, even not even that. So what? Um, she's hmm. worth how many million? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would I would still like to she's see probably her over, dancing. She's probably over singing it, to be honest. Yeah, well. And how many times had Britney lip synced? Exactly. Oh, man, she's, man, man, she's man. not the only one. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, a lot have been caught out lip syncing. And, you know, I just think, what the heck? But I think it's in those big concerts mostly where they get caught out. And I mm. think it's I think so they do it there. Sucks. But I think they do it there because they're probably singing, what, 20, 30 songs. Mm. They and, and probably I mean, how, need how, a bit of a break somewhere how, in there. How different is that to any comedy show on stage where they have everything taped on the floor in front of them oh, that we that, can't see. Yes, true. You know, or, or a you know, <laughs> yeah. a book out that they refer to during the show to make sure they're on point. Like it's yeah. no a teleprompter is no different really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it kinda makes sense if, yeah. if, if but, doing but it would stuff. also be there for the other performers I'd say, so mm-hmm. that um the T V hosts and stuff know where they're going and what yeah, they're Yeah, so whatever and, whatever screen they're on, they can just read off the stuff. And it's yeah. all there to to really tantalise and and I guess bless the cockles of our tasteful little LGBTQ plus hearts. Oh, just vomited in my mouth. <laughs> right, that is it for us tonight. And um, our last song is, as always, Mar- Mariah Carey. Which the All people, which the uh, people, very quickly, Matt. Shop carefully, shop wonderfully, look after one another, oh. and God's oh. sake, don't. Drink and shop. Too long, too much. Uh, you can <laughs> don't drink an online shop. Great. Stay safe. Stay proud. Um, drink some water. I don't want a lot for Christmas. 